Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back into The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. Appreciate you listening. Earlier today, Eric Hosmer sat down with our guys in the morning show, Fesco and Kling, and their conversation started with, how do you know this was the right time to step away? Uh, you know, it, there's it's such a mental and physical drain, mostly mental. Um, you know, 2022, I had a crazy year. I was out in San Diego. Uh, got traded right at the deadline in case my wife was, you know, about to pop at any point in time there. And then we moved to Boston, find a place to stay in there. The baby's born. We stay there all off season. Uh, go to California out there. We're moose for a little bit to train. Go to Arizona for spring and then Chicago. So it was crazy, man. We were just bouncing around from city to city. And once I got released from the Cubs uh, about end of May, early June, I just told Scott, I was like, man, I need some time to just clear my head and figure out what's going on. And, um, you know, I have a, a, a new son now, Jack, who's about 17, 18 months old, and I've enjoyed my time with him. So a lot of decisions uh, were hard, but ultimately just came down to me wanting to be with him and spend some more time with him. It kind of told you you were ready, right? Yeah, it definitely did. You know, um, you know, I was always, especially my time in Kansas City, I was the young guy and didn't have to worry about, uh, you know, start or, running or raising a family and i remember watching gordo in the back of the plane and we'd be flying home one two in the morning and he'd be sleeping because he's going to get ready for school the next morning so now i can definitely appreciate and understand all the stuff he was going through eric hosmer joining us here on 610 sports radio newly retired you mentioned uh, working out with moose you couldn't outlast moose huh he's back <laughs> we all knew moose was a baseball rap man you can't get him away from there you got to tear the jersey <laughs> off of him so uh i'll be pulling for him i, I definitely can't wait to you know, follow him throughout spring training. And even last year, he, uh, you know, went to Colorado on a non-roster invite, hit about 700 in spring, made that team. So I'm excited to see what Moose has in store for us this year. You say rip the jersey off him. You're actually going to be able to do that this year with how bad these jerseys <laughs> are, aren't you? <laughs> They're different, man. They are certainly different. There's a little see-through in the pants there, which I know the players aren't loving. And then, uh, I don't know. They don't look bad. It's just the, the letters on the, the name. They're a little small, and maybe that takes away from, 
the, the big league in the jersey, but I know they'll fix it. I'm sure they'll fix it by opening day. No, I'm sure they will, too. Eric Hosmer with us here on 610 Sports Radio. All right, so you left Kansas City when you did, took the free agent deal out in San Diego. You went from being a legend and a superstar in Kansas City to just kind of being a dude out in San Diego. How difficult was that transition for you, going from a place where you could do no wrong to a new place where you basically had to try to prove yourself again? Seemed. Yeah. yeah, it was it was definitely a uh, transition, you know, and, and that's something that's cool about the podcast of what we got going on is, um, you know, we get to dig a little deeper into some of these stories and, and the free agent process and how that all went down. And, you know, during all that time, you know, I definitely wanted to kind of speak my piece and at least have a little little message to the Kansas City fans on what went down. But when you're a player, when you're in the thick of things, you know, it's just kind of it doesn't happen like that. And at the same time, you know, I was fully committed and, and going to San Diego and trying to turn that place around and trying to do what I could uh, just didn't work out that way. You know, they ended up becoming pretty good, having some really competitive teams and spending a lot of money there a couple of years after uh, I first signed there. But two completely different dynamics. You know, I was the young guy like we talked about, um, you know, couldn't really do wrong in Kansas City. And then I was the guy that was getting paid in San Diego, not really performing the way I should have been or envisioned to be. So, you know, you got to take a lot of heat for that, and I and I certainly understand that. But um, you know, it didn't work out the way I did or the way I wanted, and that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. Do you do you look back at that and go, man, I should have just stayed in Kansas City and been the king here? I mean, like we talked about, Bob, there's a lot of things that we can really dive into, and um, at the end of the day, I had to make a decision that was best for me and my family, and that was going to set me and my family up for for life. You know, and. Um, yeah, I, there is times where, man, it was it would be nice to, to have one jersey. And, you know, I watch Salvi from afar and, and to see how special that is. But at the end of the day, the, the game's in a different place. And the whole, you know, play with one jersey, your whole career thing isn't, um, you know, when I grew up, it was a, a common thing. And I think now it's not as common. So, you know what, man, it, it's a decision that I really don't regret because at the end of the day, I had to take care of my family. But, it was so cool because even when I was with San Diego, there would be Kansas City fans that were in stands at some of the games, and they'd be wearing the Royals shirt, the Royals hat, and we would always kind of make eye contact and give each other a nod. So that bond will never break, and it was always super strong. Yeah, that gives me goosebumps thinking about that because when you when you guys came onto the scene, we were talking about the first day you got called up, and it was Hosmer mania and how excited everybody was. And then you did something in this town, Eric, that n- nobody had done since George Brett. You won a championship, right? The Chiefs were not doing anything. You guys went oh, out there. I thought you said drink. I you bought, say bought, bought, bought drinks and drinks. I think that went, went a long way. That yeah. went a long yeah, way, yeah. too. But <laughs> but that came because of the winning. In, like I know I've talked to Dayton about this. Like I, I've asked Dayton. And I'll ask him again when I see him, like, do you realize what you accomplished here in Kansas City? And he's like, nah, not really. Like, like what you guys did in 14 and 15, not only did you change sports in this town, you changed this entire community around from a city that went to go, eh, maybe we can, to a city that went, yeah, we can. And it was because of you guys. Like, you guys will always have this profound impact on our city, man. I appreciate that. And, and I will say, um, I am certainly team JJ and Sharpie all the way, but Dayton deserves a statue in front of that stadium because he's the one that changed that whole entire culture. He instilled all that from day one with us in the minor leagues to the big leagues that we were going to change this city. We were going to change how the fan base is enjoying baseball. We're going to turn this around and we're going to bring winning baseball to Kansas city. And he never got off that message. I mean, there was like, we all know during a baseball season, there's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs. And even throughout the downs, he never came off that message 
So he really had us buying into it. And, um, you know, Dayton is, is my biggest mentor in baseball. I've been talking to him, you know, weekly about the decision coming up just because I, I really do embrace his, uh, his mentorship on me so much. And he's a guy that really changed everything there in Kansas city. And, um, you know, I know the fans appreciate him, but man, he's, he was the one that made it all happen. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, he was fantastic in, in, in turning this thing around. And as Bob mentioned, you guys kind of jump-started, the, I, I think, the winning, the city, the, the feel-good. You, you pushed the Chiefs as well. I know you're, you're tight with, with Travis and you've known Patrick. And uh, Andy Reid has discussed like the Royals kind of kick-starting what they did across the parking lot. Now that you see where they're at, um, what are your eyes from afar as to what your buddies and the Chiefs have accomplished? Oh man, they, I mean, it's amazing how long they've sustained this run. I mean, they've been, what is it, 2016 or 17, whenever they first started winning all the way up until now. Um, but it, it, it's just so cool to see it all from the beginning and, and how it all happened. You know, I remember Trav brought uh, Mahomes to a game one time and it was like, man, this is a young rookie they just drafted. And I remember Trav telling us all he's going to be the real deal. And, I mean, he's going to be – Mahomes is going to be like Michael Jordan to my son. So it's it's unreal how I got to see all the behind-the-scenes type stuff and how that all grew. And, you know, Trav's a guy that, um, you know, through all this success, through all the fame, he hasn't changed at all. And, you know, I really do love that guy, and I'm so happy for him and everything that he's accomplished. Talk with Eric Hosmer here on 610 Sports Radio. When are we going to see you back in Kansas City? Because, it, I mean, we're talking, Eric, and I hate to say this, this is a 10-year anniversary of that first World Series performance. Yeah, that's coming up. And then um, I don't know if I'm ruining any plans or anything, but next year or this coming year we're having a reunion for the 14 team, which is going to be awesome and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I know they want to do some events. And then someone said something about, them throwing a party over at McFadden's. I've never heard of that place, so I'm excited. That'd to be awesome. See what that's all about. <laughs> That'd be great. So you're going to do that this summer, the 14 team, and then you're going to have to come back next year and do another one for the 15 team, right? Yes, but we're putting it on Bobby Witt's tab. He's got paid. He's got big money over there, so we're going to shoot that over to him. I think that's a good idea. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so so you've got that going on with, with the with the 14 team. When you when you celebrate 15, will Johnny Gomes be part of the deal? Absolutely will, man. Everyone that was in that building is going to be part of it. And Johnny's a guy I actually talked to quite a bit still. And man, he was, he was a huge part of that team. And that's, uh, those are the stuff that really I'm excited to, to kind of share with people is there's certain people that are in a locker room and, you know, certain fan bases do get it. I do think Kansas city understands, especially like a guy like Dyson and how much he meant to our clubhouse and how he basically ran our clubhouse inside of it. And when when Johnny came over, just seeing how locked in he was, locked in he was on a day to day basis, the little tips he was getting, he was calling people throughout the league to see if they had any information on guys we were playing in the playoffs. So he'll definitely be a big part of it, man. Johnny Gomes is he seems like a character on the outside, but that dude is all about winning, man. And he is a he was a big part of it. Speaking of uh, of characters, Ned has kind of taken on the life of a new character here on the show. Anytime we need something like done or think something needs to be done, we're like, oh, Ned could handle that. Like like we're t- uh, changing a tire. <laughs> like I don't know whatever it is, you know, wh- whatever it is. Like Ned could do that kind of stuff. Looking back on your career now and and having him as your manager, like what was it like every day going in there with Ned, knowing that this guy could do anything? You like we made the joke that like Ned didn't know COVID was going on. That's how secluded he was at the farm. <laughs> Ned is Ned is awesome, man. And I tell you what, the, each year that I was away from Ned and the Royals and all that, I appreciated him that much more 
because, like you guys said, he makes it seem like he doesn't know what's going on, but he knows exactly what's going on. He knows the heartbeat of the team. He can see when a guy's a little down certain days, and he's going to connect with that guy to lift him up. And, you know, there were so many uh, growth moments and growing pains that I went through personally with Ned. We all went through with Ned. But he was just so consistent with us, and, um, you know, he deserves to be to be praised like how he is in Kansas City. And, you know, I got to see a lot of the stuff last year of him getting into the Royals Hall of Fame and them doing the ceremony on the field as well as Locaine. And just super happy for him. He deserves all that and more. And, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing that at these reunions coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Eric, we appreciate the time. Let's do this more often. You got some time. Anytime you want to come on and, and, and talk. And Not 162. No. Anything like that. Uh, we wouldn't want you to I'm retire after to, day trying one to get you or some anything. retirement. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and, and anytime, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'll, I'll hit you up in, in a couple of days. We'll figure something out. And, and I'll tell Gene Watson and Chris Getz that you're willing to go work for them right now because you got people all over the place. Place of Major League Baseball, you can join a front office. <laughs> we'll definitely do that, man. Yeah, we'll definitely catch up. Bob found a way to get my number from someone. I've been hiding for him for all these years, but we'll definitely, we'll definitely catch up. And uh, I'm excited to follow along. And you know, the Royals have been making some big moves, so I really do hope they have a good year. And I'm excited to watch. That was Eric Hosmer on Fesco in the morning earlier today. I wanted to play the best of that conversation just for you guys to get a chance to hear Eric Hosmer as he is retired and he is moving to the next phase of his baseball career. Let's step aside. I thought he said something really interesting, and I don't think you will get many players to admit it publicly, but I think Eric kind of did there in that interview. I'll tell you what it is. Keep it right here. It's the drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your home for Chiefs football in Kansas City is 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, let's talk about this Eric Hosmer interview. And there was one quote that he said that really stood out to me. 
Fesco asked him a pretty direct question. Hey, do you regret signing with the Padres? You signed for a lot of money with the Padres, but it was never the same as playing with the Royals. And Hosmer kind of politician answered it, but I thought he kind of gave us a little bit of a glimpse into, into his thought process. Here's what he said. But at the end of the day, the, the game's in a different place, and the whole you know play with one jersey your whole career thing isn't um, you know when I grew up it was a, a common thing, and I think now it's not as common. So you know what, man, it, it's a decision that I really don't regret because at the end of the day I had to take care of my family, but. It was so cool because even when I was with San Diego, there would be Kansas City fans that were in stands at some of the games, and they'd be wearing the Royals shirt, the Royals hat, and we would always kind of make eye contact and give each other a nod. So that bond will never break, and it was always super strong. Now, I do want to be clear about this first part. I don't like when athletes say this very cliche thing of, I had to make the best decision for my family. John Heyman is very, very connected to the Royals. I went back. The Royals offered Eric Hosmer a five-year, $100 million fully guaranteed deal. I'm pretty certain that Eric Hosmer was going to be able to take care of his family with $100 million guaranteed. Now, that is not what the Padres offered, and they offered significantly more than the Kansas City Royals. He eventually signed with them an eight-year, $144 million deal. Now, I'm not here telling you that I would have given up the extra three years and $40 million extra money to go play for uh, San Diego, but he was then faced with a choice. Your family was going to be good on either side, whether you take the $100 million or you take the $144 million and the California taxes. You don't need to work. Your little ones don't need to work. Your wife doesn't need to work. And when you're done playing, it will allow you the freedom to do now exactly what you want to do in the next phase of your life. Congratulations to you. That is what your hard work got you. But I think he gives you a little bit of a glimpse there at the end. Padres fans will never love you the way that Royals fans did. And the way that Royals fans love you would have been a very unconditional kind of love. Now, they still feel that way about you, and he just mentioned it. This year, they're going to celebrate the 10-year anniversary, and I expect Kauffman Stadium to be mostly full whenever they decide to do that, the same way that it was for Lorenzo Cain. They're going to make an announcement, and it's going to be a nice day in the summer, and it's going to be retro 2014 they're gonna have some cool giveaway and it's gonna be fun to go to Kauffman Stadium that day but that bond that he is talking about you will never be able to get that back and I do wonder as we are we are fully in the free agency we are fully into player empowerment and player movement and do what you want to do and I think it's great I do wonder if there are more players like Eric Hosmer that you had a chance to be rich in both and you went chasing the money and you also went chasing a chance to win a World Series. You remember that's when the Padres were buying up everything. You thought that it was going to go one way and it didn't go that way. And sure, you've got a lot of money. You were happy, but you also would have had a lot of money if you had made the other decision. I get it that not a lot of players stay in one place. But I think you very rarely hear a player that stays in one place that is unhappy with their decision, especially when you've already had success. 
Look at Salvador Perez. Salvador Perez has had a chance to leave Kansas City at least three separate times. And at any point that he goes to J.J. Piccolo and says, I'm ready to be traded and go to another team, I think the Royals would facilitate that trade. It's just something about playing in that organization and having that bond that you have with the fan base that I'm not really sure if that money can cover. That money can buy you a lot of things, just like the hundred million can. I don't know if it can bond. Uh, I don't know if it can buy you a community, and you were never going to have that community in San Diego the way that you built it in Kansas City. It was just never going to happen. I agree with you. I understand that he he told the truth there. Hey, I he didn't say it this way. He chose the money over the legacy. But Carrington, maybe I'm playing the results and I'm using revisionist history. But let's say he had signed that deal with the Royals and the Royals continue to be what they were the last four years. Do you think he gets that same love and admiration on 10 year reunion day? Do you think if he was retiring today after a long term contract with the Royals and he was, let's be honest, after the Royals, not a great baseball player, he was average to below average at times while handcuffing their payroll and losing always out of the K. Do you think he still has that love and admiration of the t- of the fan base? I understand why he chose the money, but I'm betting it wasn't just a money play. I think legacy was at play for him too. And I think he and his agent, Scott Boris, by the way, understood to a level that if you're going to stay in Kansas city, you got to keep the good times rolling. And if the good times aren't rolling, being an expensive player on a terrible team is never a popular position. No, you're right. But I would also say he then went to be a very expensive player on an underperforming team in San Diego too, that that might be even worse. That's a fan base that has never won a World Series. They view you as part of, hey, everything that you did in Kansas City, we want you to come here and we want you to do that for us. And the moment it didn't happen, you don't have that equity built up with that fan base the way that you have it in Kansas City. For the most part, Royals fans were really, really patient with Alex Gordon. And it took Alex Gordon becoming one of the worst everyday players in baseball for them to be like, hold on, man. Hey, this contract is pretty bad. I think Kansas City is a pretty forgiving place, especially if you've done something. Hell, you guys love Frank Clark, who was terrible in the regular season for the time that he was here. MVS, MVS was bad all of this season. MVS will come back and will get a standing ovation in Kansas City. If you are a part of something special, there is a measure of forgiveness that you are always going to be given. Eric Hosmer was always going to give it. He was the face of some of your favorite teams that you've had. He was the most popular player we think on that team. He was always going to be given some of that grace. And I do think that Hey, you're 28. There's a pressure. There's an expectation. You remember whenever the Padres made that deal, there was a, hey, Hosmer's going to take that next leap. And he just never took that next leap with the San Diego Padres. He wasn't really that much different with the Padres than he was for most of his Royals career here. But again, you were a part of something in Kansas City. You had Moose, you had Haas, you had Kane, you had Sal, you had all of these guys. Maybe if he stays, his career goes in a slightly different path because you're in a place in which you feel very comfortable to work through those things where once you sign that deal and you go from the hometown hero, hometown kid that you were viewed homegrown in Kansas City, and now you're the eight years, $144 million player, you can't start slow the way that Hosmer used to early on in the season, and fans are now calling and getting on you about it. There is just a measure of protection you're going to get if you choose to stay. Yeah, but I think that protection would have worn away. 
Yeah, that's fair. And because this is our top text right now on the text line. I like Alex Gordon, but his four-year, $72 million contract sucked. Hosmer would have been fine if he performed better and they'd won. But we now know the results of what Hosmer happened when he left. He was silver slugger in 2016, his final year in Kansas City. From then on, he was underachieving at every moment in his career. To a point, the Padres dumped him. They took a salary dump move just to get rid of him. Then the Red Sox did the exact same thing, and that's how Hosmer's career ended. I think the way Royals fans view Alex Gordon is the way they would have viewed Eric Hosmer. You're right. It would have taken more time to erode away because he had those protections. But Alex Gordon had all those same protections. Homegrown guy, came through some adversity, moved from third base to left field, became one of the best defenders, had the iconic moment in the World Series. He had all the protections in the world. And when he walked off the field, Carrington, and we had a show celebrating his Royals career, there were texts in the text line. Why are you talking about this guy? He had a 250-something average. He stinks. Doesn't deserve a statue. All this. Hosmer would have had the same thing happen in Kansas City because eventually it happens to everyone. The stench of losing washes away the glorious smell of winning in town. No, you're right. But I do think, and I, I think some of that is just sports fans in general. Like KU fans love Dewan Harris. If they lose in the first round and Dewan Harris plays bad, it will not go very well for Dewan Harris at KU. I think you and I both know that. I also think though, that for the Royals, as we like keep with the Kansas analogy, like with the football team, I don't think that Royals fans after that run really had great expectations that if Hosmer was on the team and these teams won 77 games and they were mostly competitive. Like I think people are frustrated with the Royals is they just completely fell off a cliff. It's almost like 2014 and 15 didn't happen. Like it was like a dream. Like they have been bad for most of our lives. One day you wake up and they're the best team in baseball and then you snap out of it. And it's the same Royals that we saw for most of our childhood that maybe if Eric Hosmer decides to stay and you've got Haas, you've got Gordon, you've got Salvador Perez and you have a solid nucleus together. Maybe the Royals won 77, 78 games and they're just competitive. They're not a playoff team anymore, but they're certainly not embarrassing. I think the hard pivot from the Royals went from a championship team to a good team that you would go out to the ballpark to, again, almost instantly they went back to being a team that, what are we doing? What are, what, why are we watching this? I think that got the Royals as much as anything. I agree if they had been a 70-77 to 77 win team yearly if Hosmer is here in this hypothetical. I don't think the good times would have washed away, but I'm also not certain that they ever would have done that with just Hosmer. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Dayton Moore's master plan, Hosmer was the linchpin, and if he stayed, it was, hey, we're going to try to be competitive because we have Eric Hosmer on the team. But, man, when Eric Hosmer left, it was a cavalcade of terrible baseball because they had terrible baseball players. It was Lucas Duda and Chris Owings and, you know, countless others who I forget. They were Billy Hamilton. It was just it was bad. quadruple A players fielded every night with – no prospects in the pipeline, nothing coming up. And there was outside of you like the hot dog derby and it's a nice night at the ballpark. There was a never a reason to go. So if you replace Lucas Duda with Eric Hosmer and he's, you know, playing pitch and catch it 
first base between second base with Chris Owings and he's batting third, but Billy Hamilton, the leadoff guy couldn't get on. So, all right, now it's a problem. And, and then whoever was in right field at this time, some nobody schmuck couldn't get on at second. Hosmer is going to be relegated to doing nothing in the three hole and Royals fans would have been like, Hey, that's great. I don't think so. I also don't think the lineup around him would have won that 70 games you're talking about. Coming up on the other side, we'll talk a little college football is, you know what? The news continues to come in about NCAA, and I'm so excited about the game. We know what the name, image, and likeness deal is, and they are trying to ruin the college football playoff before they ever start the college football playoff. We'll talk about it. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Remember to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Kansas City, it's George Carlotis, and you're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, a couple of college football news and notes. Coming up in about 30 minutes or so, our guy Mitchell Schwartz is going to join us in studio. Rob has set up a sort of grocery list checklist of food items from Quick Trip. Mitchell Schwartz and I are going to try them on the air and give our opinion. I'm guessing, like myself, Mitch has not had many of these things. Rob, have you had all the things that we're going to try? Because you you gave someone a list of four things for us to try. It was like a brisket, tacos, some mac and cheese. It, it was a lot of nonsense that was on there, in my opinion. Yes, I have. Have you tried all of these things? I have tried all these things. Now, I will put the caveat out there. When... We were getting the food, plain Jane, straightforward. You could have ordered whatever. I didn't have any say in this. For example, when I get the brisket tacos at Quick Trip. I would have loved to have tried the buffalo chicken mac and cheese. When I get the brisket tacos at Quick Trip, which I love, I usually zhuzh it up with a little queso or like that nacho cheese, some salsa, and some jalapenos. But you know what? It's just the pure taco today. That's 
That's just how I play it. But you know what? I'm playing it straight down the middle as neutral as possible. I'm not going to give you my preference. I'm going to let you guys just eat it. Same way. It's just a plain mac and cheese or plain grilled cheese. I didn't even ask for the chipotle sauce that I usually dip my grilled cheese in. That's not how I'm playing okay, it today. So I just, okay. So I at least want to be clear here. If I don't like the regular mac and cheese and the text line is like, oh, you should have tried this. I want to keep my hands clear of this. I didn't have anything to do with it. I did not place the order. I have only eaten breakfast sandwiches from there. I've never had a taco. I've never had any of this. If it doesn't come off the roller or the breakfast sandwich, and I don't even order the breakfast sandwich. You know how they have it at Quick Trip. You go over there. It's already ready made. You just grab one of them. I grab myself a strawberry milk, and I check out. It's around 6 bucks, and I got myself a, a great quick breakfast. So if people are unhappy with what we ordered, Please direct all of those comments to Rob. Please do not direct them towards me. I don't have anything to do with it. You are more than welcome to take a little brisket out of the brisket taco and put in the mac and cheese okay. to get a little oh, flavor to save really it. switch it up. Or there's chicken and bacon on the flatbread. You can put a little of that in the mac and cheese okay. because those options are available. So you, you might have to do a little finessing in there to get all the flavor profiles, but it's available to you. Okay. All right. I'm excited to do this uh, coming up in just a little bit. At the top of the hour, we are going to do a quick trip taste test they did not give us this food i would like to be clear we bought so this is i'm gonna give you my real honest opinion about quick trip if i paid for it oh i'm gonna tell you what i think from quick trip we'll do that coming up in a little bit so if you guys have heard if you play video games ncaa 2025 or 2024 i don't know what they're calling this year's game but it is coming back it is gonna be out this july and let me tell you oh i am excited about it it was one of my favorite games to play as a kid it went away for a bunch of different reasons but you know what it's coming back well so if you used to play the game you remember they couldn't use the actual name image and likeness of the players so if you were playing with usc you know it was just rb5 but you knew rb5 was reggie bush you know, if it was Florida, it was just QB 15. It wasn't really Tim Tebow on the game. You guys get what I'm trying to say. So now, because you can actually use the name, image, and likeness of players, they can opt in. So they have a system. It's called Compass NIL. There's an app. You can go on there. You can opt into the game. And if you opt into them using your likeness, they will give you $600 plus a copy of the game. Now, I am guessing that a majority of players are going to sign up to do this because why would you not want to see yourself in a video game? It's been such a long time since they've made this. You are going to be really excited. People are going to ask you about it. So, of course, you will be there. Now, I'm guessing there are going to be some players that don't want just $600. EA has said that they're willing to make some of those players sort of influencers and give them more money. So, I'm going to guess Travis Hunter. I don't think the $600 is a big motivating factor for you. Have you seen where Travis Hunter lives? Have you seen the engagement ring that he just got his fiance? I'm guessing the $600 is just chump change to Travis Hunter. So their, their plan is to make him an influencer and pay him more to kind of post some ads and tell you to, hey, go buy the game and to promote the game. I think this is going to work, Rob. Now, I don't think $600 is going to work forever. Not when we see how much money the game generates because we are anticipating that it's going to generate a lot of money. But I'm guessing that the $600 in a copy of the game is going to work for 98% of college athletes. And there's going to be a couple that they're going to have to do a little bit of finessing for to get. 
I don't know if there's that many players that you're going to have to really convince. There's probably 20 college football players that maybe have a little bit of leverage and a little bit of juice. You got like Quinn Ewers is going to be one of those players. Shador Sanders, Travis Hunter. There's going to be about 20 of them heading into next season that you really, really want to be in the game. And those might be the players. But if you are the backup running back at Purdue, you need to take this $600, this free copy of the game on PS5, and you need to be happy with it. I actually was, when I saw this news, I was, I was happy. I felt like this was a fair and equitable deal for everyone. A, maybe it's just me, but you can always have downloaded rosters off the internet. With Xbox Live, I could find that user Buckeye Fan 0374 went through, did the work, edited all the players, and made all the names already exist. So I could have been playing with Reggie Bush as opposed to HB number five. So I, and Reggie Bush saw nothing. Well, Reggie Bush saw something for it, but that was a different conversation. I think this is a fair number. Every year in college football, there's what? Five to 12, 15 guys preseason that we think are the stars of the sport. You make those five, to 12 guys, influencers, ambassadors, whatever may have you. You let those guys, those are the 12 guys that are maybe competing. You have like a bracket of sorts to be on the cover. Cause you can now put active players on the cover and everyone else We'll take that $600, a free copy of the game, and be happy. It's a nice baseline for everyone. You're it's right. Also, I mean, it's, it's also cool to just see yourself mm-hmm. on the game. You know what I mean? It's also cool to, you know, there's going to be different things that you're going to be able to do. And, I mean, I know that you could kind of edit in the players, but it's going to be different now that the players have involvement in the game and they're part of the process. That's going to be really cool. And they were wrongly using the image of players before, and they were making money off the game. So I'm happy that the pot is going to be divvied up a little bit. I'm just going to guess that they're going to see that the $600 is probably not enough money that they got for being in the first one. And they're going to have to probably up it as we continue to go and have a scale because you're going to have a Arch Manning that if he turns out to be the player that many people do, hey, this $600 that you were compensating me is not close to what my name, image, and likeness is for me to be included in you guys' project. So either I'm not going to be a part of it, or I need you guys to come up off that bag, and I need you to incorporate me in your commercials if you really want me to do this. I'm actually curious if that will ever happen. Because, listen, NFL players are part of a union, so it's different. It's not the same. But what do NFL players always talk about with Madden? They like playing with themselves. They like the opportunity to potentially be on the cover. Like, NFL players are making good paychecks, but not every single one of them. Practice squad, Tyler Gillespie got signed today by the Chiefs. He's in the Madden game. Do you think he's getting a great paycheck for Madden? Probably not. But I bet if you asked him, he likes being in the game and has a chance to build up his stats, all those things. I wonder if you have to really, really, really incentivize it for a guy like Shador Sanders or is, hey, you're in a video game now and it says Shador Sanders and you're a 94. Is that enough to satiate them plus the 600 and potential ambassadorship? Like, I don't know the number will have, it will raise with inflation, but I don't know you're ever going to see, hey, we got holdouts because they want insane money. I think the 600 or the inflation cost is a very good baseline. I looked it up because I was curious this morning and... The average, I guess the the average price of what a player gets to be in Madden is around $28,000 per NFL player to be in the game, which is significantly more than 600, but there's also a lot less of them too, to be in the game. If you're talking about, you got to get 80 something kids for 140, I think it's 146 schools that have signed up to be in this game. You got to pay every single one of them. 
Yeah, the NFL is different. It was a bad example by me. Yeah, no, I'll just give you the number. Yeah. I, I, I looked it up today. The average play, the average NFL player on Madden gets around $28,000 for their inclusion in the game. That I'm assuming if you're Patrick Mahomes, the $30,000 that I'm getting for being in the game is just not that big of a deal. But why would I not sign up to be a Madden? I've been on the cover of it twice. Like, you can opt out. Like We've seen that before. Remember, we were growing up. Michael Jordan opted out of it. Barry Bonds wasn't on a lot of the baseball games growing up. You can opt out of it. Just most people just choose to actually be included. The next thing that I want to talk to you guys about when it comes to college football is so you guys know that they are expanding the college football playoff. Now, Missouri is going to be in that expanded playoff next year. Not sure about K-State or KU, but I feel very confident that one of the 12 spaces for next season is going to the University of Missouri as Brady Brady Cook or Luther Burden. Not sure. You can pick which one. One of them will be a Heisman finalist this year, and they're going to carry Missouri to. They're probably going to be six. So they're going to host a home playoff game against Notre Dame next year. Missouri, Notre Dame in early December at Faroe Field. Rob, that sounds like a time. Now, don't you need an AD to do some backroom deals to get this done? Because no, they're going to earn it on on the field. They're going to earn it on the field when they run through the SEC. They might actually be the one seed, honestly. They might not even play in the first round of the playoff because they win the SEC and they're one of the five best teams in college football next year. But that's not what I was trying to tell you guys. So you know that the playoff has been at four teams and they are expanding to 12. Well, yesterday they had a meeting so they could get to 14 they are already having conversations about expanding the college football playoff. Why do we trust these people to run college athletics? These are the same people that came up with the, with the system where four teams make the playoffs, yet there were five power conferences. And shocking, this became a problem. And they one day looked up and said, oh, wait, we didn't guarantee ourselves a place at the table and now we have to go from four to 12 teams. Now they're already arguing that that's not enough. And they're having, quote, productive meetings about expanding the college football playoff. But this is the part that gets me. And Rob, I know you and I are on different sides of this argument. This quote that I'm going to read from you is from the Big Ten commissioner. Quote, we want fans to think that you know a game in the second week of November even if you've already lost two or three games, still has a lot of value. That's the goal. Can we be honest about what the playoff expansion is? In the current system, there were only three bowl games that mattered, and they hated that. The Rose Bowl that they have worked so hard to protect, kids were opting out of the Rose Bowl. They were opting out of the Cotton Bowl. We don't want to play in these games anymore. We don't see them as valuable. So they had to think of a way to repackage it. So what do they do? They just made more bowl games matter again, and now they rope it into the playoffs. They will not stop until they get to 16. Now, I think the 16 is probably going to be the number, but who knows at this point? Their greed knows no bound. We're going to wake up one day, and there's going to be a college football playoff with 32 teams involved. We do not need 14 teams in the college football playoff. We don't. There are not 14 teams in college football that can win the national championship, that can navigate that tournament and actually win the entire thing. This is a money grab. This is a repackaging and a repurpose of the bowls. I do not want three lost teams to have a chance to win the national championship. That is not the college football that I want to watch. I don't disagree. But Carrington, we saw it post-COVID. 
We saw it with the NFL. What was the first thing the NFL did post-COVID? They expanded their playoffs. And now, suddenly, the rum-dums of the world are getting into the playoffs. Remember that first year, the Mitchell Trubisky Bears made it, and they went to play New Orleans? They had no shot. No chance. They were going to get smoked, and guess what? They got smoked. We've seen bad Steeler team make the playoffs, and then they go lose to the Bills. The NFL chased the money, and... Not this show, but the general sentiment in the world was, hey, it's more football. We love more football. It's games that matter. Sign me up. You know what college football power brokers did? They saw that formula and they went, we should be doing that. If the NFL is expanding and they're lining their pockets with money and people are watching it like you wouldn't believe, why are we limiting ourselves? So, yes, TCU one year as a 15 seed may get in and just get walloped by Georgia. But you know what? It's going to get a lot of eyeballs and a lot of money. So because the NFL did it, everyone's going to do it. They already had a system that worked. They already had a system. They had a, they had a 14 team playoff this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. We saw Alabama and Georgia play each other at a neutral site, right? And the winner advanced, and the loser didn't. Now, that sounds like a playoff to me. Ohio State and Michigan played a game at the end of the season. The winner advanced to the playoff. The loser did not. That is a playoff game. I would argue that we've already had an expanded version of the playoffs. So now we need an expanded, expanded version. What's the purpose of the SEC championship game now moving forward? It's to ensure that you get a home game or that you get a bye. That's as interesting as what we had. Isn't it the same as the Big 12 tournament for basketball? You're just playing for seeding at that point? Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. Listen, I, in about, what, three weeks? No, that's great. It's going to be the crown jewel of our city in yeah, March. I, I mean, I mean it I has think we, no real bounds. Yeah, we, we also just know, I mean, we know that those conference tournaments are money grabs. We know they're money grabs. I mean, if that's what we're, I mean, that's okay. But I would say like no one considers the college basketball regular season to be special. I think the college football's regular season is the best regular season that we have. It's better than the NFL regular season. Every game, like I know we like to spin every game in the NFL has importance. It doesn't. I'm sorry. It, it doesn't have importance. Every game in college football really has importance. Week one of the season. When LSU and Michigan play each other, if you lose, it has a very negative effect on your ability to win the national championship. And that's part of what's making it fun. You can now lose this new system. You can lose almost every important college football. Remember the games used to be really big. Hey, you play LSU, you play Texas, you play Alabama. You can lose two of those three games and still have an opportunity to compete for the for the national championship. And I see people making examples about pro sports. All of these college football teams are not on the same playing field. So I understand in the NFL how it works because every team can spend a certain amount of money and you can't spend more than a certain amount of money. That's not what college football is. And I think we are creating this, oh, it's going to be equal. Everybody's going to have a chance. No, they're still not going to have a chance. Michigan's still going to win this tournament. Georgia's still going to win this tournament. Alabama is still going to win this tournament. And all they've really done is they have just repackaged the Sun Bowl and they're selling it to you as part of the playoff. That's what they're doing. For the commissioner to come out and say, hey, we want you to still really be interested in a game where a team has three losses. 
We have never done that in college football. You lose three losses, you still get to go to a good bowl game. You go to the Holiday Bowl. You go to the Holiday Bowl, you get a free PlayStation 5 and a Chipotle gift card, and we thank you for what you've done. You now still have a chance to compete for the national championship? That's not what I want college football to be. Not at all. Coming up on the other side, we'll be joined in studio by a guy, Mitchell Shorts. We have made a food run to Quick Trip. Yesterday on this show, I said that I have only gotten food off the rollers and breakfast sandwich, and you guys were very critical. And you said, hey, how can you hate on it? How can you knock it if you haven't tried it? I'm going to try the food from Quick Trip, and we'll see if it's good. That's coming up. Keep it right here, so Drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 